Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Spiderhead is a new movie out now on Netflix, uh, written by the guys that wrote the Deadpool movies, directed by the guy that directed the smash hit Top Gun remake, starring Chris Hemsworth, Miles Teller, uh, Journey Smollett. Love these actors Smollett was a huge fan of from the Friday Night Lights series. Uh, Miles Teller, Love Whiplash, uh, Chris Hemsworth, you know, enjoyed Ragnarok, enjoyed some of the Thor movies, I guess, or at least Thor in some of those movies. Uh, So I went into this movie not knowing anything about it other than those things. Never watched the trailer, didn't read anything about it, but was I was excited. I was excited. Looked like fun. Right, it looked like a fun movie. Direct. I thought it was going to be like an action movie or something. Anyway, going into it, start the movie, and it's like, okay, the premise, interesting. It's like this luxury prison. Uh, they're testing, like it's like this pharmaceutical kind of testing facility where they're clearly trying to manipulate human emotions. Uh, they kind of go over the different types of drugs, like the. One is for sexual attraction. The other one is, like, for truth. The other one is, like, makes you sick. Uh, There's one that makes you just uncontrollably laugh or just think everything's funny. There's, like, this interesting kind of uh, contraption that all the drugs are in that that you can control the, the levels of the dosage with your phone. The premise, all that stuff, super interesting, right? Super interesting. That's it. The rest of the movie, in my opinion, is complete garbage. Garbage. It is stupid, this entire movie. This movie feels like it was a rejected Black Mirror premise. Like, this is like a premise that they wrote for Black Mirror, and they're like, well, it doesn't really go anywhere. It doesn't really flesh out these ideas that you're trying, these concepts that you're trying to do. So we're going to trash that. That's what it feels like. And then at the end of this movie, spoilers. Spoilers for this garbage movie. The end of this, like, it's a sci-fi thriller for, like, two-thirds and a boring thriller at that the last third of this movie is a romp goofy comedy as people are trying to escape it is like may as well have been on a fairly brothers movie back when they did comedies like it is goofy this escape scene set to music. It is bad. It is so bad. From the escape, from, the, from Chris Hemsworth's character getting away in a plane and then like going through all of the emotions and then eventually crashing the plane into a mountain. Yes, I said spoilers. You've been warned. Dumb. Dumb. Bad acting, by the way. 
clear this movie shows the limitations of Chris Hemsworth's ability to act. So when he's in that plane and he's tr- supposedly cycling through all these emotions, it, it's 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 sad, right? I couldn't like as far as an actor that 100% could have pulled off this role, could have put off, pulled off that scene is Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey 1000% could have you know, pulled off that role. Has in the past, like if you watch me, myself, and Irene, you want to talk about a guy who can pull off the idea of different emotions instantly changing within a person. Chris Hemsworth is not that actor. Chris Hemsworth is just a gorgeous man. That is about it. He can play Thor. He can he can wear a fat suit to be funny because Fat is funny, but he can be directed by Taika Waititi, and they can use this gorgeous man in a way to make it viable, that he's believable, that he is entertaining. But his ability to act, his range is very limited, in my opinion. Like, it's a cross between he's trying to be like Brad Pitt and... Jim Carrey and doesn't pull off either of them at all there's a lot of dumb things about this movie that are not just the bad performance by Chris Hemsworth the concept of like this billionaire running this facility on his own with prisoners who sign up and it's an open door policy where they can come and go throughout this building like, they can't leave the building, but everywhere within the building they can go, including, like, the area where the control center is, where they have monitors hooked up for, like, 30 cameras that are all, like, close-up views of the test subject. Like, just a bunch of camera views that make no sense why there would be so many different angles of close-ups of somebody's face. Why anybody would be allowed in a control room at all. Like, everything seems very unscientific on every level. Like, this is a movie that was written by somebody who, like, takes medical advice from Joe Rogan. Right? That, that's, like, the level of, like, sci- and I'm not a, a well-versed scientist myself, but I understand that to perform experiments successfully to get successful data from experiments certain procedures have to be followed and this feels like somebody who just imagines what scientific experiments are so bad so that just the whole scientific aspect of it i don't buy i don't buy that this guy is the head of a pharmaceutical company that's testing out all these drugs the reason behind naming all the drugs after a bingo card makes zero sense whatsoever. Makes zero sense whatsoever. The whole like reveal of the project trying to create uh, a system of drugs to make humans obedient was clear from the beginning. Like, obviously, they want to control all these human, human emotions. So, yeah, if you can control a, every emotion a human has, then, yeah, you're going to be able to 
make them obedient. So it's like the this reveal of this OBDX thing is was stu like this movie it felt like this movie is like oh wait till they see wait till they see the bingo card it's all going to be like oh you're i'm going to be blowing minds with this bingo card i'm going to be blowing minds with this obdx thing and now a quick word from our sponsor now you can wear the many faces original art by ray taylor select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings all products made with high quality materials made right here in the usa go to inspiredisordercom tmf merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10 percent when you check out by using coupon code rts TMF. So once again, go to inspiredisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. Doesn't make any sense. I don't buy any of it. I don't buy any of their relationships. Like they have Miles Teller, like they do these experiments with Miles Teller and these like other women that are there where he makes them have sex with each other. And it's like, okay, like there, there doesn't seem to be any point to anything. Right. It's just like, oh, we need to have these scenes where he's having sex with these people. And then there's going to be scenes where it's like he has to choose which he wants to give the, the 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 medication that makes you feel sick. that makes you just feel horrible and he doesn't want to do it. And somehow that's somehow scientifically viable that he doesn't want to do it. It's just like I don't buy any of it. I don't buy that the the leader of this thing. First off, I don't buy that they would put the Metapacks on your lower back for a million logistical reasons. This movie also tries to make me believe that Chris Hemsworth can't reach his lower back. I am an out-of-shape fat man. I have zero issues reaching to my lower back. Of all of the hard-to-reach places on a human body... The lower back doesn't seem to be the best place to try and convince me that Chris Hemsworth is unable to get to that Medipod. Not to mention that if for whatever reason Chris Hemsworth, his muscles are just so bulk, he has zero flexibility, and because of his, his inability to be flexible, he can't reach. He can't reach to his, his lower back. He would trust somebody to just put in those medications himself like he just trusts his assistant who he treats like absolute shit like i'm gonna treat you like shit and but i'm also going to just trust that you're putting in the the correct vials for each of these things dumb dumb obviously the lower back medipod location is is where it's going to get broken and it does and that's why Chris Hemsworth's character is fluctuating through all of these emotions. Because apparently when you get injected by all of the different serums, they kind of, it's like, it's like Bruce Lee in a fight. They don't all come at once. They kind of take turns. Like, I don't buy any of this movie. None of it. I don't buy Miles... Miles Teller going to call his girlfriend on the outside. There's like these 
super elaborate like helicopter shots. They take him to some other island where he has to hike up to the top of some mountain for him to get a cell phone signal only to call a voicemail. I mean, obviously, we don't know it's a voicemail when he first does it. It's just stupid to see the lengths they go to for him to make a call. Are you telling me this, this like high-end luxury prison with this billionaire pharmaceutical guy doesn't have the technology for him to make a call locally? They have to take boats to another island he has to climb to the top of that island in order to get a signal what are we doing in this movie what are we doing in this movie like oh we need some amazing like helicopter shots like we're going to show miles teller on this giant mountain where he's making this emotional call to his girlfriend because he's in prison and he's in prison like they slowly show why he's in prison. Ooh, why is he in prison? You would think it would be something like horrific. He just got drunk, got in an accident, people died. Right? Manslaughter, whatever. Not that's not horrible, but like out of all of the horrible things people do, like it, it would seem like I don't know, it just seems it just seems stupid that he would be there. It seems stupid that he would be there. And it's like they don't show that his girlfriend died until later. Like, that's the reveal. Oh, he's calling a voicemail. He's like, oh, his girlfriend actually died in that car accident. It's like, you know, a lot of this stuff you could kind of guess. Like, the whole obedience thing, you can kind of guess from the beginning. Like, they, this movie thinks it's like, oh, we're going to have these reveals. They're not reveals. He has this relationship with, with Jury Smollett's character, who seems like she's just there to cook. But apparently is a prisoner also, because she went to work and forgot her kid in the car. First off, who's taking their kid to work? Right? Like, if you're getting your kid, if you know you're going to work, and you get your kid ready to take them to work, you're going to... I mean, I know people forget their kids in their cars. It happens, right? Parents sleep-deprived. They go to the grocery store. They forget their kids there. They go running errands. They forget their kids there. But, like, if you're going to work, unless, like, your work has a daycare or something like that. But even still, you would be like, oh, yeah, this is... I'm, But, like... It doesn't make sense that she would be going to work and forgot her kid. And it doesn't make sense. Like, she acts like it's the worst thing ever, right? She acts like she got angry at her kid and just choked the life out of her kid. That's, like, the level of, like, horrific shame she has, right? That she, she killed her kid in this, like, but she just, she did a thing that, like, people do all the time. It's just, it's sad, and it's, it, it doesn't make sense that people do it, but they do it. But then when they, how they explain it in this movie doesn't even make sense. Like, just don't say she was going to work. Say she was running errands and forgot her kid in the car. Forgot that she had brought her kid. But why, like, if you're going to work, why would you even bring your kid? Like, that doesn't, unless there's a daycare. 
And even still, if there was a daycare, then wouldn't you notice that you're not dropping your kid off in the daycare? You just like go into work, you clock in. I don't know. It was I didn't buy it. I didn't buy. I didn't care that she killed her kid. I didn't buy the relationship that Miles Teller has for her. I didn't buy that Miles Teller is like all torn up about the his girlfriend that he you know was drunk driving with. I didn't buy the 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 placement of the Moby Pack is stupid. I didn't buy Chris Hemsworth's inability to reach to his lower back, or that he would trust anybody to put the drugs in because he liked to recreationally use these drugs, obviously. And then the end, like Miles Teller, like somebody killed themselves. And for some reason, Chris Hemsworth needs to go into the room where they killed themselves to yell at his assistant. Right? He had to leave. The only reason he left is so that Miles Teller could get the keys and get the... the And I'm not even using their names because this movie is so stupid. Uh, so Miles Teller's character is Jeff. I mean, even their names are stupid. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is Abnesty. Whoa. Abnesty is the dude's name. Uh, Lizzie is is uh, Jury Smollett's character's name. His uh, Abnesty's uh, assistant is uh, Verlaine. Just dumb names dumb like okay so abnesty goes into the testing room where this woman killed herself to yell at verlaine just to yell at him but the the whole reason he did that was so that he could leave the control room because he dropped his keys on his way out because he locked his little booklet whatever in the top drawer it's like, oh, no, I got to go yell at my assistant. Let me lock my thing in the top drawer. And oops, I'm clumsy. I lost my keys. I mean, obviously, my arms don't work very well. I can't reach my little Medipod on my lower back. So I can barely be qualified to put keys in my pocket. It's just like, how does this happen? You know, Chris Hemsworth, we all know. You look at Chris Hemsworth, and you can tell that he is physically unable to do most tasks. So I guess it makes sense that he can't reach his lower back and that he has problems putting keys in his pocket when he's going to yell at his assistant, Verlaine. So he goes to yell at his assistant. So it gives Jeff t- time to like get the booklet out of the thing and look at it. And what does he find in the booklet? He finds a drawing of, mole- of a molecule on letterhead with Abnesti's name on the top. So he's like, oh, that's his, it's his letterhead. And he drew a molecule, and on it he's got OBDX. And then he also finds this bingo card with gold stars on it. So that's how he named all the things, like N40, G46. So stupid. So stupid. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. 
You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. So he finally, like, there's this whole fight. During the fight, Jeff is able to slam Abnesti against the wall, break his little Medipot on his, on his back. So he like, gets rushed with these, these drugs in succession. So he's, like, going from laughing to crying or the two real emotions that he's doing. <laughs> just like that's the that's the extent of his performance for the rest of the film as jeff and lizzie go to escape and of course you know the phone breaks so hemsworth isn't able you know abnesty isn't able to control the drugs and it breaks and then is like randomly playing songs because you know that's what happens when you break a cell phone a smartphone that it just starts playing songs randomly so and the songs of course where would the songs get pumped out of not just the phone of course his phone is connected via bluetooth to the entire pa system of the entire luxury jail so while they're escaping, there's songs playing. And then you have Abnesti getting on the thing and going like, hey, all the prisoners in here, uh, you want to get out of here? Uh, we'll check it out. You got to stop these guys from escaping. And then it turns into this comedy. Like so much of a comedy, like what would happen in a comedy if like there was a bunch of prisoners trying to stop somebody from escaping? Right. You'd be able to distract them very easily with like throwing keys like, hey, the pantry, like the guy who eats a lot, like go to the pantry. You got a bunch of food in there, like just really stupid things to distract people. You got like a couple fights or whatever. They get through a door and then there's a scene of all of the prisoners in unison slamming themselves against a door to the beat of the music. It is dumb so st it's like the dumbest comedy and like somehow chris hemsworth gets out before them and gets in the plane and he's like flying the plane cycling through these emotions and then like he gets stuck on one of the emotions that just makes him like fall in love with the sun or whatever the sky and because he falls in love with the sky, he doesn't notice that he's about to crash into a mountain and he just crashes into a mountain. Meanwhile, like his 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 guy had gotten the police and he was like like he left Valor uh, Verlaine left and got the police. The police believed him. Right. Police. Of course, police believe anybody. You say, tell anything to the police, 
They'll believe you. Not only will the police believe you, but they will 100% do everything in their power to help you. That is the police in this movie. Because Verlaine goes, is like, hey, you know the billionaire that runs that private prison? Well, he's doing some shady stuff, so why don't you come and arrest him? And the police are like, oh, okay, let's go do it. So you got Verlaine on the front of the boat, as the boat of the police officers are going to arrest Abnesi, Abnasi, Abnesti, whatever his name is. It's like, what? Doesn't matter. Crash themselves into the thing. And then, you know, Miles Teller and, and Smollett, Lizzie and, Lizzie and Jeff get in a boat because there's a boat there, too. And they take off. And they laugh. It is dumb. It is such a stupid movie. Like, it, apparently this is based on a short story. I have to imagine that that short story is decent. I mean, they decided to, somebody decided to put money into it. They got big name actors. Netflix thought it was a great idea. Somebody at Netflix thought it was a great idea, which Netflix is making some very weird decisions these days. But uh, this feels like a bad short story, not even fleshed out into a full movie. Like, it is so stupid. All aspects of this movie, I do not recommend it, obviously. Um, Maybe it's so bad it's good. I could see just why. I mean, it's written by the, the, the... daredevil guy not daredevil um deadpool guys but there's definitely only comedy at the end like there's no real comedy it is dumb this whole movie is mind-blowing how bad this movie is so don't watch it it's called spider unless like if if you're somebody that likes to watch bad movies intoxicated then you might enjoy it but if you don't you know if you like watching good movies or if you don't want to have like negative uh, opinions about chris hemsworth or miles teller or journey smollett which i don't necessarily think they are bad clearly i don't think hemsworth has the range that this role would have benefited from but most of the problems in this movie are the writing the writing in this movie is garbage uh so anyway spiderhead which i don't even know what the title means it's all nothing makes sense new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com and follow the show on instagram at ray taylor show have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.